Want to help keep the lights on in Anarchy Basement? Then go to PRLfans.com. There you can find links to Patreon, PayPal, our Bitcoin info, and other ways to help support the podcast. Now, enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 407. I am Otto, and tonight I'm joined with Jared. That's me. Might I add, I love that Punk Rock Libertarian shirt. Yeah, looking good. I need to get another one. I haven't got, I, I wore mine out, and it, it literally turned gray from where I get so much. So I need to get another oh, one. shit. Yeah. Well, gotta do that again. But anyway. I got a, uh, I got a website have, you can go to. I know. I, PRL Podcast is the code 10% off. Anyway. Uh, LibertarianCountry.com. Go there. Uh, Kyle Wagner. Hello. K-Wags. Hey, everybody. The Minarchist himself. The man, the myth, the minarchist. <laughs> <laughs> and Alex Schlegel. What's hey, up, what's man? going on, everybody? Good to hang out with everybody tonight. Dude, I feel like I, I feel like I've been hanging out with you every weekend. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wow. It's just about every weekend. Yeah, we were like, hanging out on Jared's porch, but all night. Yeah, I was, I was Jared. I was on your porch, man. I was. You're drinking. Wait for you out. I know you were being a jerk up in Lancaster or whatever. Lancaster, yeah. You guys hung out on Jared's porch without Jared? No, no we were just messing with him. <laughs> I, I got a. I was up at Das Beer Hall up there in Parkville or whatever. I think that's yeah. Park, Parkville. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it was Das Beer Hall, and it was just yeah, I was just pummeling crushes, and <laughs> just getting get ready going. for your five k, right? Yeah, all right. <laughs> no, yeah. this was this was a re, this was a whew, boy five k of crushes, pretty much, and I, I was so hammered. Like, and I was just like, Jared, because we apparently my so my wife's friend was driving. She was DD. And so she was like, I want to take you guys where we where you know, where I used to live. And it was like, right. It's right near where Jared lives. So I was like, let's go back to Jared's house. And I'm like, there's a house right there. I was like, I'm going to go. It's like, Jared, open your door. I'm coming over. <laughs> You're like, dude, I'm hanging. Yeah, I would have I would have I would have been down for it if I was around. But <laughs> alas, I was uh, not in the state. What, right. what day was that? Was that Saturday? Saturday, Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was freaking hot this weekend. Dude, it's climate change. So hot. It was, and so it was hot. awesome because we went to this place called Das Bureau has a basement. We had the Mises Caucus Oktoberfest there last year and we were in the basement and it was really cool. Like you could rent out. And when we got there, the parking lot was packed. And like I, so I, I dropped everyone off cause I had the kids, my wife, her friend, and we, I just dropped them off and I walked to the parking. Lot. I was like, Oh my God, like this is so, it was literally like the hottest day of the year. I'm like, this is awful. And I'm like, man, it's probably gonna be so hot in there. Cause it's so packed. And they actually sat us down in the basement. They're like, yeah, it's too hot on the porch to seat people. So we're sitting people on in the basement. And when we got into the basement, it was like so, it was like super cold, and there was nobody in the basement but just us. But by the time we left, it was like shoulder to shoulder packed. Oh, isn't that the event I went to last year? Yeah, you were there. Yeah, yeah. I saw you guys. I saw Patrick Hussey, who you know, Alex knows, but uh, Otto. I don't know if you and Pat ever really got to know each other. Um, I think that no, was before I only, you. I only knew uh, him through Alex. Yeah, I yeah, it was like for a while. Through the Liberty Waves, man, in Maryland. Those were the, yeah, the Ron Paul days. But yeah, dude, I actually, um, it was funny. I actually called in a Normie Talk Radio today on my way home from work. Oh, that's <laughs> 1090 right. hours? That lately. Yeah, I always like to, because I think they have my number saved. So every now and then I'll call in. But dude, I, I was telling Otto this weekend, or maybe it was this week, I tried calling in because you know they're pushing this climate change shit, dude. Like they're pushing it hard. Oh, yeah. Have you looked and at the news report? Look at the look yeah, at the like all the news report. It's like yo, report. It's, it's like it's fucking July. It's it's end of July in Baltimore. Like what the fuck? Like yeah, it's ninety degrees. It's, blood it's, red. It's humid as fuck. Orange. It's like a hundred. Like this is normal. But do, do have you guys noticed on like the, all the weather reports and everything? They're all doom and gloom, and they're changing all the graphics and making it all like. You know, this okay. is like the next thing, dude, and it's fucking insane. So they were talking about it on. Talk oh yeah, radio. was I saw one? It was like. It was like ten years ago, and it was like the same temperatures, and it, the the color of the map was like green yeah. and blue. And Dude, then and now it's like red and yellow, and like got little right. fire graphics all over. Like it used to be, like literally, it's like the same fucking temperature was. It used to be like smiling suns and smiling clouds yeah, was, and shit. Right. Maybe a sun with like now a it's all wet death and, and despair. Now it's like a picture of Satan Holocaust. hovering over the 
Yeah, yeah dude, it's saying. terrible. <laughs> Wh- which station is it, Alex? Is it is it 680? Is it 1090? Uh, 1090. 1090. Yeah, because yeah, so they were up, talking. Man. He yeah, texts us over and he's like, God damn, this fucking Normie motherfuckers. And he's just like, I'm on hold. I'm like, oh, Jesus, this is going to be good. <laughs> so I was driving home from work. I was like a couple days ago and I tried to get in. But of course they weren't going to let me on the screener because they were just, you know, just on that Normie shit. Like, oh, well, the Democrats want to push. Cl-. I was like, yo, this is not an R&D issue. This is coming from above. Like, you guys are asleep at the wheel. Like, this is an agenda. Like, look what's going on over in with the farmers in the Netherlands and look at all what's going on around the world. Like this is a fucking agenda. So I think they knew like, all right, we're going to let you on hold for a while. I think they were intentionally stalling. Cause they didn't want to, they, they weren't ready for that. And I was just telling everybody, I was like, <laughs> shit, like 10 years ago, you could call in Normie talk radio and you could talk about things. It's just the, it's the Tom Woods analogy. Like the three by five card of allowable opinion is now like a half inch by half inch index card of like, if that, well, that's and, the um, Overton window, right? Yeah, but the I was, window. But I was surprised I was able to get in. But so I, I figured out my tactics. I got to just basically come in normie and then drop like drop a gem on them. Like I got to sneak in. I got to infiltrate <laughs> the normie talk radio. So driving home today, they were they were uh, the one guy was flying solo, and he's kind of I, I joke with Tierra. I'm like, oh Carlton, like he's this black dude, but he's such a Carlton, like his. His name's Tori Snow. And, and no, like, yeah. Yeah, he's all right, but he's kind of like has that like Carlton vibes, you know? And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, so he, so he was using the term because I guess his co host gets grilled all the time, but he's called a rhino. And it's like, oh God, you guys are talking about like rhinos and shit. It's 2022. Like they're about to do climate lockdowns and you motherfuckers are talking about what, what the definition of a Republican in name only is. I was like, damn, like this is some normie shit. So I just called in and gave him the Michael, dropped the Michael malice that, oh, well, uh, a rhino. I said, all Republicans are, especially in this state of Maryland, are just uh, progressives driving the speed limit. And uh-huh. and just dropped like, yeah, like a couple years ago, because they're giving shit right now about like how extreme, you know, it, it's just, I don't know, man. It's just every so often, like, You see the grift of these parties and just the shift and it's like, dude, nothing changes, but they make like, I don't know, man. It's always like every election season and you've guys seen it. They always come up with like different issues, different grifts, different whatever. And I don't know. It was just, it was insane. So I dropped, I dropped some like, yeah, vote LP, check out our government, like just snuck in. And I said, basically in the state of Maryland, any, anybody who's still involved in the Republican party is basically a fucking rhino. Like, come on now. Like this is, so yeah, dude, but it's just insane, like how maybe 10, 15, 20 years ago, how you could talk about so much more in the mainstream. But, dude, it's like we talked about it last episode. You know, they're running ads for Pfizer and shit. They're doing like so their amount of opinions on these like main on any mainstream media is just so limited. And it's very sad, very sad. But anyways, <laughs> went off on a tangent there. I'm sorry. Well, since you yeah. started, since you talked about it, I started listening to that station to WBAL, and because Dude, I like, your, eh, I, I think, like man? the local politics. You know, I like I like hearing all that stuff. I like hearing about Baltimore city politics and local issues. And um, there's this uh, black woman named Kim Clasic that's on for a few hours around lunchtime. And uh, yeah, I snuck in on her. her. I snuck snuck in on uh, her show a couple days ago, dropped like, cause they were talking like, what's the solution in Baltimore about the squeegee kids? Like, yeah. I don't know, man. That's like my new tactic is just like calling into normie talk radio and just dropping gems on them. And then so what did like, you okay. say there? I just said like, cause they, they were just uh, with the, the rise and public schools. Yeah. Just, I just, she got me on. I said, Hey, I heard you're going to be speaking at the Hotep Jesus conference. Cause she's speaking at that. And she's like, oh, yeah, I am. And I was like, hey, Kim, you know, I'm always friendly. I'm like, thanks for taking my call. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, butter them up a little. And then, you know, hey, I heard you're speaking. You're a featured speaker at the Hotep, Hotep Jesus Conference. And I said, yeah, you know, like the violence and when it comes to the squeegee kids, it's a failure of decades of the welfare warfare system of the drug war and mo- ultimately the indoctrination camps that are the public schools. I was like, these kids are not inspired. And I said, mayor Scott, this whole city council, the only thing that could sl- like solve this is a free market private solution, much like Maj is doing up in Philly with the solution center, you know, and just drop like facts. Like if kids yeah. aren't at that formidable age, don't have any 
they're just going to be lost in the public, in the indoctrination camps. And then that was like it. They had to go to a commercial break. And she's like, yeah, like what, mod-? you know, just like getting in and just dropping like truth bombs and maybe some normies that are listening. Be like, oh, like, let me check out this Hotep Jesus. Let me check out this Mashre. Michael Malice. Oh, let me check him out. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm going to red pill the normies via talk radio. So until they like. Not a bad tactic. I don't know. Well, like, although who's listen- who actually listens to that shit? I, I, I all, do. Like, yeah. Well, Kyle and then like a bunch of like 55 year olds yeah. and older. <laughs> yeah. Republicans there. It does. I'm sure have some Republican listeners. So but like there's no young Republicans listening to that shit. Are, are there? I mean, probably not. Are there um, even young Republicans? Like, the the problem with, with the private schools, though, with the city is they can't afford it. They can't afford private schools. You know, like, you know, we have these Catholic schools in Baltimore County. I mean, they're as much as college. You know, it's like 20000 yeah, a year. Yeah, so it's more than you know, uh, sending my kids to private school. It's it uh, all three of them. It's more than my mortgage payment. Yeah. Damn. yeah. I mean, the That's best, impressive. you know, and so more moderates. Like, Do they go to a Catholic um, school, Otto? Yeah, they're going to start start next year at Catholic school. Nice. So each year they broke it out over twelve months. So we've been paying since April or whatever. So yeah, it's more than my mortgage payment. So it's it's a pretty penny. But that's for three kids. That's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Some people it's a have more promoted. expensive than you than people can afford. You know, in the inner cities and stuff. Oh yeah, that's why you know yeah. programs like we, they, we talk about in campaigns when they run about like let the money the the money follow the kids. I mean, they're spending an atrocious amount of money on kids per student in Baltimore City. Let them take that money with them if they want to leave the city schools. Like yeah. I always I always look at I always look at like the lines. It's so divisive in Maryland, uh, specifically because we're ranked within the top like. Both counties, like Howard County um, in, in Maryland, I think is I think Howard County is like the one of the best in the country for schools. And it's like it, it's adjacent to the county I live in. And which is also I'm like right in the middle of Baltimore City and Howard County, like one, some of the worst school systems in the country and then one of some of the best in the country. And like the lines are so divisive and it's such a highly contested thing because people don't want poor poor kids coming to their school. There's even even in Howard County, like I said, it's the richest in, in the whole nation. There's a poor section of it that like it's called, you know, and it's called Elkridge. And they used to go to school in Ellicott City, which is one of the richest cities in Howard County. And they were districted from Elkridge to there. So they built another high school explicitly to keep them out. But they still it was so much overflow that they had to build another. So they were still going to this other school called Howard High School. And they fought tooth and nail to get Elkridge kids out of that school. And they did. So now, now there's another school that's opening up. It's going all the way down, opening up near Laurel, where like the MS-13 gangs are at. It's that's where that's where these kids like my I know like my brother, like my some of my family members kids are going to be having to go to those schools because they're still yeah. in private or still well, in public schools. And they're going to have to go bus like 25 minutes away to go to school. And it's just it's just a way to keep poor people out of their school. So I say, fuck it. Let the let the money follow the kid. Yeah. I mean, it's like uh, they move that school boundary and you can affect people's uh, home values by, you know, 25 percent or something like people like buyers are always like, well, what school district is it in? Where does this feed? It's very, um, you know, it affects real estate prices. Yeah. The fact that you go on like Zillow or any of these real estate sites. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Going back to the follow the money thing, though. I mean, we're talking about money that's still stolen money, though. Yeah. Like, why not I just know. give, why not just not take that money from people in the first place? No, like that's the ultimate, you know what I mean? The ultimate. No, you're absolutely right. It's the ultimate, like, but the thing is, I mean, the ending the, government schools, but right. But the thing is like, if you, if you like the people whose kids are winding up in the, in the shitty schools, like they're, they're probably not even paying that much in taxes anyway. So <laughs> giving them their money back is not really going to help them. But True. if that's just like a cycle of poverty thing, that's just gotta be, nipped in the bud at some point you got to stop the welfare system you got to stop incentivizing this i think it's like a regressive it's like a regressive plot to destroy the public government school systems that's all that's all the whole thing it's like oh this is a start it's like it's like playing the progressive game back in the 1900s like oh yeah you know we'll just start this whole whole thing of government schools you know we'll start this whole thing it's fine no worries the whole progressive era needs to be abolished and then and then they came and then with that came oh well we need to have laws that force children going to school you're like what like no that's not what that's not what i thought this was about so this is kind of like a reverse form of that and i know a lot of people are probably cringing at the idea of oh let the money follow the kids 
course I don't. I want to completely abolish government school. I literally, that's all I do on these posts, <laughs> in these groups, in these yeah. Howard County groups. I go in there and they're, they're complaining about the schools or something like this. And my, my immediate response is always abolish government schools. And I get the, the, the stereotypical responses. <laughs> oh, so you just want to live the extra bunch of uneducated people? Like... I was like, well, I already do that. And I, already yeah, have products I, of I do it. And, and, and in this way, I don't have to pay for it. <laughs> you know, like it, just, it just is what it is. Right. Yeah. Dude. Like the fact like you know, like, yeah, people think that at- they're actually getting educated in these schools, but they're not, they're, yeah. they're not maybe like one, maybe like 1%, but those, those kids would probably be find education elsewhere. You just paid you know? for like overpriced books. Like why are they still using books? Or you just paid for a new, Apple iPads and a new football field and to they don't pay for air conditioning. Well, they don't pay yeah. for air conditioning. These kids <laughs> right. are like, the schools no, they don't are pay so for shit. hot in the city. Nope. And you're like, you guys get so much money. The money goes into the BMWs that you see out in the parking lot. I guess it does. That's I mean, where the fucking ridiculous. money goes. The money goes to the, the superintendents <laughs> and the see the CEO that makes 300, whatever grand a year. Yeah, dude, the that's, six that's figure the salaries are going. It's not dude, it's going fucking insane, dude. It's like, for example, my uh, my aunt, uh, my aunt, she's a retired school teacher from southeastern Pennsylvania. She retired. She got out of the game like a while ago. She saw where it was going. But the fact that, oh, yeah, I was going to say bring up Pat's comment. This is pretty good. He says, went to a school board debate last week. The biggest issue was cell phones in schools. They barely <laughs> mentioned our school with an F rating. Right. Yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah, like, dude, yeah the problem school. is kids aren't paying attention. It's not that you just... It's just right. a fucking... The high school camp. that my kids... Yeah. The high school I'm district two right now in my county is the worst in, like, the whole state. It's, it's ranked, like, two out of ten, and it's literally sinking into the ground, and it has no air conditioning. Like, and they keep on like, so the county keeps on like sending money to these other schools and they're not doing anything to help the school because it's on, it's right near the city line. It's where the poor people, like poor communities are and they don't care. They don't give a fuck. So it's like, you keep saying, oh, we just need more money, more money, more money. But it's always to go to line their pockets, never to fix anything. Mm -hmm. It's such bullshit. And I can't believe like, it's the same story over and over and over again. Every election cycle, we need more money. We need more money. (laughs) Yeah. My aunt, she's retired. So yeah, she saw that coming. Like that's the way it was. Like this was, she's probably been retired for like 25, 30 years now, but uh, maybe 20 some years, but long story short, she saw the rise of all these six figure salaries. It used to just be a principal and a vice principal. And then it's just like, well, we need this administrator. Then we need a special edge. We need this. We need that. We need a, we need it just more and more. It was kind of like the office space. Like I report to 11 people, you know, I write 11 different TPS reports, you know, it's like, how many more fucking bosses do you need? And they're all six figure salaries. And it's always like curriculum changes and, Oh, we're going to change this. And Oh, we're doing this next year. And Oh, we're going to fully fund this. And it's just more and more and more. And she was a home ec teacher. They don't even teach home economics anymore. They don't even teach like useful, any like metal shop, wood shop, at least like, you know, to learn how to like make a bowl or make something useful in wood shop, you know? Do, like, they, do they at least have gender studies? I mean, at a minimum. <laughs> the important. At a, I want the kids ready for the world, you know? <laughs> Just open up a TikTok account. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't have to explain to you guys like the inefficiency of government. Do you think some of this is just it's government trying to run an operation and they're not very good at it. I think it's just like going back to like what Pat said, I think for the longest time, people just been asleep at the wheel and they're finally seeing it. I think COVID just finally exposed parents to these indoctrination camps and just seeing like what a fucking failure it is. So I mean, to go back to Kyle's question though, like, yeah, that's part of it, but it's also you're running an institution that is not, that is not responsive to market pressures, right? It's that responsive too. to like electing bureaucrats or, or nothing like, or like, you, you know, someone passed test scores. in Congress, standardized yeah, test scores, someone yeah. in Congress passes some like arbitrary metric of, of standards that you suddenly got to, um, you know, oblige. And then it's like, whereas like, if, you know, you had a legitimate market for private schooling where each school had to compete, and it was basically like, uh, who's producing the kids that are like succeeding in life? Like, that's where I want to send my kids. Right. Yeah. I don't care about test scores. I don't care about GPAs. Well, I care about like who's getting, you know, a job right out of right out of school or who's getting or like, into 
or graduation, you know, like graduation or rates. Yeah. Or they yeah. based it on graduation rates and you got kids graduating on a fifth grade reading level. Yeah. You know? Can't it's read. Like, graduation. They graduated, the but yeah, they right. can't do shit, but awesome. You're going to, you're going to keep getting funding because as long as you like maintain, <laughs> you're going to maintain your funding. Like that's all it is. Just do the least amount of possible and you're going to be, you're going to be all right. I mean, that's part of the case for charter schools and that's, you know, which uh, purist libertarians would oppose and other people that are more pragmatic are like, okay, let's go the charter school route. At least we get their private institutions and parents can have a choice to say, you know, you're doing a good job. I'll send my kids to you or you're not. And I won't send my kids to you. You know, it gives the consumer at least a little bit of uh, choice. So, I mean, I'm supportive of they that. They have some I, public you know, funding, right? Uh, it's all, I think, I don't know if it's all publicly funded, but I think it is. If you get a voucher, so it's like, Hey, you have three kids, here's three vouchers. You can send your kids where you want. And then the school gets the, the tuition from the government, you know, so the, it's paid by taxpayer money, but the parent gets to choose where they send their kids. Yeah. I yeah, mean, it's not preferable, but I mean, it, I view it as a start because the union, the teachers unions fucking hate charter schools. All yeah. the right people hate it. So, it's, yeah, or, yeah. you know, all the wrong people, all the wrong people hate it. So it's like, hmm, is it that bad as a start? It's not a it's not a I mean, it's not my end goal. It's not the, what I would like to wake up tomorrow and see. But at the same time, though, it's anything to just disrupt this bullshit uh, government system. I mean, I, you, you do what you can. And I, at this point, I don't care. I don't care how status that makes me sound. I don't give a fuck. So if, if that's what you're going to run on, cool. I'm cool with that. Well, Rothbard was very critical of that. He was always like, oh, it's a compromise. We're compromising our principles. Um, you know, but you could also view it as a stepping stone in the right direction. So, uh, you know. Who said this, Rothbard or Ron Paul? Rothbard. I remember yeah. Roth reading uh, Rothbard when he was uh, critical of the charter school compromise. But then he also said, Un unleash the police. So like, which Rothbard <laughs> which, are we talking about here? Which then Jared said know. about the squeegee kids. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I said, I, I said, I'm, I'm becoming sympathetic. No, <laughs> no. Jared hop over here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kim Klasik calls them extortion kids or something like it's that. Sque squeegee is not. Squeegee extortionists. That's what I mean. They're definitely it. violating. I, I, you know, I. They're definitely violating the nap, right? Really? So you know, I don't know how you respond to that in a state of society, but. Um. Yeah, yeah you know, I've given a lot of thought to it, and um, part of the reason is uh, because of Marilyn Mosby, who has had a not enforce the small stuff kind of mentality, and so the police haven't been making arrests because Mosby's not going to prosecute them. So, um, but my concern is that if you let the small stuff go, the bigger, the, it, the bigger stuff goes too, right? People go, well, I got away with this, so maybe I can get away with more. And so it's like the slippery slope of crime. And that, that concerns me. Or you just me. stop enforcing, or you stop having bad laws like drug laws and loitering and shit like that. And you just stop people from harassing motorists. You know, I don't know. Yeah. If yeah, you're going to okay. have, you know, if you're going to have this kind of a structure in place, like that's where it should, it, it should do its work. It shouldn't be like some dude smoking a joint on the side of the road or busting down someone's door. Cause they're, yeah, it's like, why do we have to pick and choose which, like which thing like we want them to force? How about we stick to, Hey, nonviolent crimes. We don't want you enforcing nonviolent crimes. Right. Theft of violence, like that's a crime. Enforce that. Enforce the shoplifting laws, but don't enforce people smoking joints and dealing like dealing drugs. Like this is so stupid. It's just so simple, and they try to make it complex and be like, "Well, so easy. I don't know what to do." So you guys, we're trying to figure it out because we're the smart politicians. No, it's just a game. It's a fucking cycle, man. It's yeah. all bullshit. True. Very true. As soon as I said oh, that, my power flickered, and I was like, "Oh my god, am I getting <laughs> shut down?" <laughs> you want to talk about uh, talk about that, Alex? What? Up, oh, he's uh, on mute, so I guess not. Oh no, no, just the, the power grid's going down. It's Klaus Schwab and uh, what, what's the uh, <laughs> cyber polygon? Did you hear about that? Like, cyber polygon. Said, said, um, that's the shit they're going to push, man. He said wow. Paulie died from The Sopranos. That oh, yeah. I just, uh, yeah, I just added it to the topic. We didn't have to talk, but yeah. Um, yeah. Paul Servino died. He's my favorite died. character of the show. Or Goodfellas. Or, well, Goodfellas, he was in a movie. 
You're thinking, uh, what are you thinking, Phil? You're thinking, um, Ollie. It's from The Sopranos. Sopranos. He, he's one of my no. favorite characters in the show. Oh, is he, he in The died. Sopranos too? Dude, no, he's no, a major talking. character on The Sopranos. Paulie. Or are you nah. talking about a different Paulie? No, nah, yeah. Paul Savino was in Goodfellas. He was Uncle Paul. Um, he was, uh, remember at the end. Oh, when he was just, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Never mind. You're thinking Godfather, not that's. No, no, no. Godfather. Goodfellas. What is going on here? We're, we're getting way Get into the weeds. Pull up like, the box. So, so the, Jared, guy the, the, Sopranos, so the guy from The Sopranos, the guy from The Sopranos who played Paulie died. Yeah. Right? Oh, my God. He no. did. He just lost so many viewers after that. He died a while ago. <laughs> It was like this week. I don't know. I don't know when I want. I don't. Who knows? Dude, yeah, no, no, he died. It was like last. Yeah, it was like this past week. Yeah. yeah. So and then Alex is talking about a different Paulie. Yeah. Well, from he, Goodfellas. Goodfellas, Uncle Paul. Oh, yeah, that guy died too. Yeah, Paul Ray Liotta. But his real name, Paul Servina. No, not Ray. Not Ray Liotta. He died. Ray Liotta died. Yeah, he, he did. Died. But yeah, another like guy from Goodfellas died. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is great. What audio, are we talking guys? about here? What's going on? Boomers, fuck. I'm like, I just, put it in, I just put it in the private chat to talk about it later. Kyle's like, I'm like, let's, let's talk, talk about, about Paulie, man. I, you know, uh, I was a big Sopranos fan. Are I we watched, talking about like, Paulie D? What are we talking about? Every no, episode of that. Paulie D's nuts. Oh, damn. You guys totally derailed. I know. Anyways, what else we were, we're talking good. about? Jesus. Good topic, Alex. Let's let's get it together here. <laughs> Oh, um, so here, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know why this doesn't make sense. This, this makes no sense to the context. This is like an awful transition. But Jared, go play yeah. the clip of the woman comedian. The one I just posted in YouTube, for the YouTube in the, the YouTube link. It's yeah, funny. On. I just ran across it. It just made me laugh. It was just funny. So I just I, I want to play it real quick. It's been it's making its rounds on social media, and it's just a funny thing. I just wanted to dip into before we go, just for a quick little larf. Let's dip into this larf. One second. There we go. That was crazy for the pandemic. And one of my girlfriends, she she hit me up and she was like, yo, we gotta do more. It's about the BLM protests. We do, like we done been to 15 marches. She was like, nah, but we gotta do more. And I was like, well, what else do you wanna do? She was like, I'm sick of these cops killing black men. And I was like, but you don't had 10 abortions. You've killed more black men in the city of New York City. <laughs> we get better. Hey, shit. Oh, your kids gonna be a heavy like who is you? Why you marching for them other people? Why you ain't marching for us? Damn. And she was white. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> That's the best line right here. Stop these killing these babies. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, this. Black- oh, I oh man, that was great. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's just a quick little life. I just had to get that out of the way. Sorry. <laughs> oh, All right. Yeah, dude. That was a uh, so the Bill Burr special. He was saying some. Uh, yes, yes, Bill Burr. Yeah. Now everyone's right making. They're all making memes about it and they're all claiming it as if it was their own phrase, but this it's also from Bill Burr. Yeah. Yeah, Kyle, you um, watch it, right? I didn't I see wa- it. Yeah, I watched the Bill Burr special on Netflix uh at Red Rocks um this this week. And uh I mean it was hilarious. You know, Bill Burr is one that I'm sure he pulls a few punches, but he is definitely on the cutting edge as far as um, you know, saying what he wants to say and and um you know, being controversial and, and he's some, he's, he's careful about it, you know, like, cause you know, you'll get canceled if you're, if you say the wrong thing, but like he had on abortion, you know, he's like, well, I'm, I'm pro, I'm pro choice. And the crowd goes nuts. All these women are screaming, yeah. you know, and he's like, ladies, you clip. know, yeah. give me a set. Let me finish the joke. You know, before yeah. you jump on my train, <laughs> let me finish the, <laughs> I think he says, before you climb in the trunk, let me finish the joke. Before you climb in the like, trunk. <laughs> he's like, but, you know, it. on the other side, it's pro-life, and they, they say that it's killing uh, killing babies. And he's like, which is also true. And uh, he's like, so I, I support uh, abortions, but it is killing babies. Let's not uh, pretend it's something other than what it is. So, um, 
you know, kind of taking both sides there. I, I don't know. It was an interesting take on the matter. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a con- controversial topic for libertarians uh, also. You know, our movement's, like, really split on it. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. It is. It absolutely is. Um, you know, you have a baby inside of a woman. So that creates a pretty tough, pretty unique situation to have to uh, deal with. You want to respect her bodily autonomy and you don't want to kill a fetus. So it's a tricky situation there. PRL's even torn up. Yeah, but they out. are. Yeah. I mean, it's a horrible, it's a horrible what, topic. Us, us here? Yeah, yeah. It does nothing but divide Jared people. loves killing babies. No. <laughs> I, I, I just remain agnostic on the thing. Like, well, talk about uh, anything else? Well, it's 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 actually funny to mention this today because my brother, because um, we have this local election that just happened here in Maryland where they, the guy, the Democrats is some just typical run-of-the-mill Democrat, just nothing, nothing special about this guy. And the Republican is this guy he's like he's for governor right yeah for governor sorry for governor and uh the primaries just happened and so he won his name is daniel cox and he's all like like totally he he sings like the pro-life he's the ultra maga he's ultra yeah he's like the maga guy but he like talks pro-life and my brother who's actually he doesn't really fall anywhere on the political spectrum but he, uh, he votes republican but he was like what is David Lasher is our guy who's running for his libertarian here in Maryland. And he was like, what does David Lasher think about the whole Roe versus Wade thing? And I'm like, well, he takes the position that government shouldn't be involved with it. He's like, all right, well, he has my vote. It's the first time I'll ever vote for a non-Republican. I was like, wow. Like, okay. Wow. I'll take yeah. it, even though it's probably one of the least things I find about him that I like, but whatever. <laughs> Um, yeah, libertarians like that stance. I, I'm not a fan of that argument. I, I do think it's like kind of a cop out because they're going to take the laws are going to be one one way or the other. Either it's going to be allowed or it's not going to be allowed. And if you say, well, government's going to stay out of it, it's kind of like you're saying it's your pro-choice because if they're not going to stop the behavior, then it's going to happen. Well, right. I mean, yeah, in the current state of things. But I mean. One could frame it a way of like, would I want to live in a community that is that tolerates this or one that kind of shuns it? You know, guys, that's, once, that's how I'd want to think about it. Once again, I think this is the second time we've been, we've been debating this without having a birthing person on. I think the third time we talk about it without a birthing person present. Whatever, I'm just as four cis white males. <laughs> I don't think non-birthing people. Well, we don't even know. Like, we're none of us yeah. are biologists, so. But I mean. <laughs> You want to change the topic? We can I mean, that's change part of my argument, though. Is like I don't, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's murder or not. I, I, I can't say for sure. So, like, I just remain agnostic. I, I'm for. I don't know. I mean, I'm pro-life as an individual. I don't want the fucking government involved in it. But how do you get there? I don't know. I mean, ideally, I'd like ten thousand Lichtensteins, like the Hoppe approach. Like, okay, maybe next town over there they do that, but. We don't but do like, that here, whatever the case may be, and and people funding it themselves. But I think it's a cultural issue too. Like that's a thing. It's like, how did this become such a? I mean, would issue? you want to like, go? How is this? Like, if you're pro life, would you want to go around like raiding other villages to like protect all the babies getting? <laughs> no, I don't want to do. I don't want to do that like, either. You know what I mean? Like, at some point, it's just a matter of like. But you know, if maybe if like the next door village was like just openly just murdering adults walking around, like then, <laughs> then I might like want to intervene. But I don't know if I'd want to do it for like aborted babies. You know what I mean? That's kind of like one way of thinking about it. But yeah, I just yeah. hear. I mean, we're never. Hurt. I don't know. I'm I'm looking at this thing now on Twitter. It just posted like a minute, like a minute ago. Excuse me. And it's it's the Washington Post, and it says the headline is. Biden moves to reinstate health protections for LGBTQ Americans. And then underneath, so this is, and then it describes what the article is. It says the proposal would also cover pregnant women seeking health care services, including abortion. Okay. So I guess it says also cover. They changed it. It said also cover. Okay. So I was thinking, I'm like, wait a minute, how are these two things related? <laughs> like, I'm so confused. It's just, man, it's such a hot topic of stuff. And I would just, I understand where abortion is in society. Like, this is where I I understand. For me, it's cut and dry, but I know it's been swept up into women's rights and this whole thing, this whole, which I feel like Roe versus Wade did when they enacted it. Like, it 
it forced it into this whole new cultural political football. And it's now like the sacred cow that like, you just will never convince a normie otherwise like that. Like it is what it is. Like to me, it's killing a baby. Like it just is. I, but at the same time, I understand how everyone feels like I'm the minority on that almost, you know, like I'm the crazy person in this situation in everyone's eyes. So what I would like to see is I a don't society that crazy. just, I know, but I'm saying, like I just, normies. like I said, I don't know if it's a baby or not. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of agnostic. I haven't heard a solid argument in either direction. So like, I just kind of, no, I just I kind could, of bow out of that. I could, sh- I could shed you some, some articles and stuff, but anyway, but All the right. point is, is, but I think it's a like, philosophical question though. So I don't yeah, know if there's yeah. an answer. <laughs> well, I, I, you do. know, I, I know <laughs> something I've been thinking about and, um, you know, it's kind of on a personal level, like how I've been drifting more conservative the older I get, which I think happens to a lot of people. But I was thinking about the squeegee kids and I was thinking about the crime in Baltimore. They had a video of the dirt bikes, you know, they're like roving the streets with dirt bikes and ATVs. You know, it was like a pack aborted. of them going through like a red light. And, um, you know, in our culture, it, things have like since I've been a kid, like things have gotten um, there's more violence. Right. There's more violence in video games. There's more violence in movies. There's more blood, gore, death. Um, it's got things have gotten like looser. People don't dress up as much as they used to. Um, people aren't as respectful as they used to be. It just I feel like uh, society has sort of maybe gotten a little loose. But what I was really wanting, wanted to get at was like the influence of family on like these outcomes for the kids in the city, right? Like if you ever watched the show The Wire, there's four boys. And I was in my, I'm on a Wire fans group on Facebook and we're talking about these four boys and their outcomes and how like they all kind of fell into the drug gang. Um, they ended up either drug addicted or dealing um, you know, and it, it was a lack of a stable family. And so like, what well, except I, for what the I, one guy, yeah, the one guy gets adopted basically. And, and, yeah. uh, it starts doing his homework, but you know, the, um, <laughs> doing his homework. The, the, but the point of it is like, you know, this, that's a, that's a re- reality for so many people. And it's like, as we've gotten more liberal or more loose with uh, premarital sex, um, you know, not and having kids, not Damn. being married. I was going full trad here. Yeah, yeah. Kyle I, wants I to have. Kyle well, wants I'm, to refund and pray the gayway camps. Change your candle to trad. Trad here is am I am I becoming Kyle. traditionalist? Just as I'm looking at these outcomes and looking at all these people who are struggling or who are turning to life of crime, yet they don't they have no father and the mother or the mother can't keep can't support the family financially or can't keep track of the kids or isn't isn't providing the discipline and we're seeing sort of this crack up especially in the cities but i mean you know it's just a cultural change where maybe that maybe the trads had a point right is that that's the question maybe there's something to the wait wait to have sex until you're married and then have kids and then have a and have a full family unit you know instead of like having three kids before you're 21 and then not being able to support them and having no father so I understand what you're saying, and and what what you're what you're responding to is like a reaction to the reaction of like coming out of the 1960s and 70s was reacting to the 1950s thing. What you're talking about the traditional thing, so it's just a reaction. I feel like so everyone goes to one one end or the other. They're not in. Like, I feel like people just need to find a balance in life. And I think a lot of yeah, stuff it might not been, be. It might just be being responsible about your sexual behavior, not necessarily like avoiding it. You know, yeah, or, or like becoming like. It. Yeah. yeah, like just being more responsible and understanding like, well, if I have these kids, the government's not going to be there to pay for them. Like, I'm going to have to pay for that shit. Dude, that's <laughs> not, that's the other thing. That's the other thing that's so fucking lost in the conversation with like when it comes to the, the libertarian debate, when it comes to Roe versus Wade. It's like, hey, remember, we used to be the party of personal responsibility. How about let's fucking talk about that? Like, look, if you want to fuck around, take precautions. Like there's birth control. There's ways of doing this. You could talk to your, like there's ways to avoid this situation, take personal responsibility for your own lives and take responsibility for those around you in the responsibility for your family, like (laughs) do the right thing. Like, you know, so I don't know that that's at some point, like Kyle said, there's personal responsibility. Like, you you know, cause the statistics don't lie. I mean, typically, you know, you do the right thing. Things usually end up okay. You know, in the long run, you you be responsible. Yeah. 
Soaking, right? We should try try to get the kids into that. Soaking. Right? Oh no. We no. want soaking. Oh no. Well, well so that's gross. what the Mormon the Mormon kids, so they don't want to have sex, right? So what you do is the you put the penis in the girl and then you just let it soak. What? There's no thrusting. No thrusting just in there. What? And then what you do is you get a friend to jump on the bed and that kind of creates some motion. It's not sex. <laughs> Yes, this is a thing. This is actually a thing. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard this before. Actually, yeah. so gross. what the hell is oh, going good on? Idea, Alex. Soaking. Oh, <laughs> so gross. I th- yeah. just just the, the term "soaking" is what's grossing me out. Like, well, whatever. Going to be the name of the podcast. Moist, so moist, yeah. moist. Is it moist soaking? Yeah. Oh. oh. All right. Uh, yeah. No, you're absolutely right, Alex. I mean, uh, personal responsibility and uh, that that would be a good good starting point. I, I just um, you know look at the lack of families. I look at all the the lack of um, I shouldn't say lack of families because usually it's like single parent. That's technical. That's still a family, but it's and hurting us. That, yeah, at the end of the day too, it's like home training. Like my girlfriend said all the time. Like you know, it's like yeah, you you have fortunately you know you have it in society, but at the end of the day, regardless of what your you know parents, it takes like people like strong role models like older like adults to fucking step up we've just had like a lot of men just not fucking step up we've had a lot of like just you know people not doing the right thing and stepping up and do being responsible and i think like the welfare state has slowly like eroded at that like oh well the government will take care of that the government well things are falling apart and people are realizing like guess what like you know after a couple generations of this you know maybe maybe there is something to doing the right thing and being responsible and you know being a responsible fucking adult, like grow up, you know, take care of business. Yeah. yeah it's never, it's a balance. It's a balance thing. And then people realize like you can be like, it's just like people put too many, there's people who put too many chains on themselves. They put themselves in too many rules and, and, and it's, and it's fine. So then like the ultimate thing when people like want to break free from that, they break free from all chains. And they're just like, no, I don't want to be responsible for anything. And I don't want to have to, do this whole societal norm and I don't want to like, it's just like, so they rebel against everything as opposed to finding the balance between, Hey, what's too much, what's too little. And, and it's like, people go stir crazy in their head. This way you see people shooting up the place and shit. It's, and you see people like they turn to draw medications too, man. All the psych, yeah. All that ADD, like like all this shit. Like, I don't know. That's another thing too. Like, I don't know. It's, it's 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 everything it's just people can't find a balance within themselves so they just go to one extreme to another and it's either self-harming with addictions or they, they outwardly harm other people for attention and it's it's like this weird thing it's like okay yeah you can be completely chainless but that's also that's also becomes a chain itself being you know in my mind it's like wow you're so you're fighting so hard to not have any chains it's like that's another rule you're creating for yourself. It's another chain. It's like you have to find balance somewhere. And I, it's, I mean, hey, I, I have to practice what I preach here, and it's hard for me to do that. It's just something I've been thinking about a lot lately is you might notice some of my posts on social media, especially when I get hammered. <laughs> I start thinking existentially about life and where I'm at and as a person, and as a husband, a father, as a person on this planet. And just I feel like we need to start doing better for ourselves and like it was like I posted like a Saint Ignatius quote. I I, I didn't want to uh, I didn't want to uh, give credit to who said the quote I posted just because I figured I'd freak Jared out. <laughs> Wait, what did Saint Ignatius quote. do? Murder uh, um, or something? No, no, no. He should have, but he didn't. Um, ah, missed opportunity. <laughs> no. Uh, so the quote is it's it's it sounds like a simple generic quote you probably heard from any like self help book, but it said. Um, where is it? Uh, he who goes about to reform the world must begin with himself or he loses his labor. Hmm. And like, it's just like, I was like, that's yeah, man. Like that's like, that's what it starts. And so you just got to yeah. start in. It starts up here. Like it starts up here. Change starts up here. And I know that sounds so corny and redundant. And you've heard it a billion times, but it does it starts in the head. It starts in the head. The heart starts. You got to start yeah. somewhere. And it's, you can only control what you can control. So like when you people, like I see this shit all the time too, where people get so hung up on things or like other people are doing what they are supposed to do. And it's almost like a form of egotistical entitlement almost like when you hold the door for somebody and that person doesn't say thank you and you get pissed off. You're like, why the fuck did that person not say thank you? Like, but like, that's not why you should hold the door for somebody. You should hold the door right. for somebody because you would like it if your hands are full and someone held the door for you. 
And then yeah. people become resentful of people. You know, then like people get so, <laughs> yeah. so nihilistic and or I, I don't even know the word, but like they get so like, in this mode where they get mad at people for holding the doors for them. Like they Dude, it's like, oh, no, this guy's holding the door for me. Like, oh, like, like I got to rush. I got to hurry up and rush to the door. And it's like, God, it's like they're so cynical. There is there's that awkward like Larry David moment, though, when you're yeah. like, when you're like, ah, you I do? wish that guy just wouldn't hold the door because now I got to like right. run across the parking lot. But that's up in here. Man. Like, that's, like, that's such a weird thing. Dude, I'll do it, but there's some like I I take like I'm the right, same you're too way. far. I'm good. Yeah. Like you can do yeah. if you're running right just, yeah. just wave them off. You know, there's a limit. There's a limit. Yeah, like, yeah you got a limit. limit. There's are not even feet. going in that door. You're like 50 yards away, and he's like, "All right, gotcha." Yeah, yeah. someone in a fucking in a you're like, wait, and you're I'm like, going, oh. I'm going to the subway. I'm going to the the the, right. the, the thing next door. Not not going. Sorry. Don't hold the door until you see the whites of their eyes. Rules for oh, six, six. What is it? Six rules for uh, door holding. Yeah. What was? <laughs> or, or what was that? Right. Uh, yeah. And then you get the feminists who are like, ah, I can, I can hold my own door. Oh. Like, okay. I mean, well, dude, yeah, we've had that. God, dude. Remember? I get what you're saying, though, Otto. Different mob <sighs> movie. I mean, I definitely vibe movie. with the idea of like, yeah, you've. It's really hard for you to, ch- you know. You have to be like it's the Gandhi fake Gandhi quote of like you be the change that you want to see in the world, right? That's like the, that's basically what you're sort of reiterating with that, and he goes away. Yeah, that's <laughs> how I took it, <laughs> and he's gone. Yeah, which makes sense. It's like I think there's a lot of people that I think there's a lot of people that do charity and stuff, but it ends up being less productive and less efficient because they are themselves like a mess. I feel like you kind of see that a lot, you know, like you come to find out like activists and stuff that are like trying to change the world. They end up just being like total messes. Yeah. Where it's like if you had spent the time to like fix yourself and get yourself in a good place, that gives you like a good foundation from which to actually like help people. It gives and you that's like the a good libertarian thing. Like that's what like they're all talk about. They're like, but, but they kind of come off as like fucking assholes when they say like you should <laughs> be involved in the liberty movement unless you have twenty thousand dollars in the bank. You're like, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not even talking. Right. You don't have to have. I don't care. About I know you're wealth. not saying that, but like <clears throat> the extreme version of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's for sure. It's true. Like, and like, yeah, I you shouldn't be like it. living on the street, <laughs> you know. But like, yeah, if you're like, you know. I mean, even if you're like a, a, you know, a young, you know, a really young person who hasn't like established their life yet, that doesn't mean that you can't work towards like fixing yeah, you your, your, yourself and just having like a strong, like moral center and, and, you know, foundate like internal foundation. And then, yeah, I mean, make sure you're, you're taking care of business, but you got to start out somewhere too. And the other aspect of a lot of our political activism is also just networking. I mean, we like to, like we genuinely like to be around each other. We, we genuinely like each other's company. We like to like to network just to, you know, your network is your net worth, you know? So it's like, Hey, like, <laughs> a fucking, like, right. Hey, like Joe, Joe, who was commenting, like he helped me out, like doing some fucking plumbing. It's like, okay, cool. And, um, Doug Stanley, who's he's like doing some off grid shit. And and it's just like so every now and then I'll help him out. It's like just learning from all these people within our within the liberty sphere, you know, gardening, like doing backyard garden. Like you want to be inspired, like and network with these individuals, because, you know, at the end of the day, when shit hits the fan, like I want to keep in touch with you fuckers, you know, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, there's a lot. Of, I mean, that's I mean, that's what's common. That's community. You know? It's building community, building like, about. you know, so. Yeah. yeah, before you before you'd have like churches and community centers. Now we just have memes in the internet, <laughs> right? <laughs> like video, video chat. I mean, like we used to anarchy guys, bar, we used anarchy to hang bar. Out. The four of us used to get together and for these podcasts, right? five of us, and now uh, it's all one video. You know, yeah, it's a lot I easier. Mean, yeah, it is a lot easier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it works. It works in our favor that way. And I, think, yeah, I don't really I think miss driving. Good driving down 40 to Bergman's house every, every week. (laughs) It was was cool. You know, it was cool. I I just all missed the driving part. Yeah. And I I think the connections to, it was really good being in person. I think there was an aspect to that. We were afraid we were going to lose, you know, when we started doing this online, but I really think though, like it's just the connection of all this. That's why I like, that's why I always invite like the same usual people on. Cause like, I, I know we're f- like, we're like friends and like we can get along and we can talk about stuff. And you know, we, you know, personal aspects of my life that nobody else knows, you know, 
just through the sheer fact of not trying to get doxxed or whatever but right. you know like, <laughs> even, but and i think that's where these this change starts from it starts from having friends good set of friends good people to rely on and what you know people to, some people don't have family some people just like and you know what some people just want to live a life like like there's totally people out there who just want to live like a, a completely crazy sexual identity and life and experiences and stuff. And I think they, there's some people I know personally that I would never have guessed that they were swingers. I would have never guessed that. And then, Oh my God. Oh, who is this? Who's coming? We got someone. Oh boy. I challenged someone and he showed up. Oh shit. What's oh, up, man? Guest. What's late, up, guys? Late to Liberty, my on? friend. What's up, dude? Not much. How's it going? I, I don't know what this is. I just got a link and I clicked it because he called me coward. So. <laughs> we are live. Dude, just I, I called shit. you coward. Nice. It was what you did to Dave Smith to get him to come on your show. And I accidentally <laughs> sent it to you and I didn't mean to send it to you. But then I was like, you know what? I'm going to say, come on, you coward. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it worked. Perfect. I'm down. I am more likely to come on a show if somebody just sends me a link at random and says, if you happen to be free, come on. And uh, I just happen to be free. I don't have very much time, but I figured I'd, I'd drop by and say, what's up? That's fine. Oh, We're going to record for another 10 minutes. You good for another 10 minutes? Absolutely. Awesome. Hell yeah. Dan Smots, everybody. Everyone give a round of applause for Dan Smots. Woo! Thank you. Oh, we were hitting some serious existential moral. It was, it was some deep shit going on. And I sounded a little, I heard a little bloop and there you were. And I was like, oh yeah. Nice. There we go. Yeah. So you so, were ready to come on. You have a microphone and a headset set up and everything. So uh, do you have a show? Does he have yes, a he show? Does. Why don't this you is, tell the good this people? This is literally the second time I've been on this show and have been asked the question, who the fuck are you? So uh, I, I'm not sure if this is the, the second yeah. out of more times or if this is the last time, but yes, I do have a show. We like to this make is, people feel welcome here on the show. I, I Kyle's been away for a while. He's been away for a while. It's, yeah. all, good. it's all good. Yeah, I've got a show. Uh, the system is down is the show. All right. On the hat. Got it. Yeah. Conspiracy, uh, politics, religion, libertarian shit. How about that Ron DeSantis ad biting your uh, soundtrack, Dan? The motherfucker. I mean, <laughs> what happened? It, it was, yeah. He used the same uh, background music as what I used for uh, one of the Jeremy Kaufman ads. The I think it was the oh, reptiles damn. ad. Um, no, which is, was, it, was it the climate? I think it was the climate change. Oh yeah, it was the climate change one. Let me um, try. Let me pull up the docs. Yeah, pull yeah. that one up. So, so Kyle, Dan makes some of the best videos you'll ever see in the little LP. Bangers. Yeah, we could talk about yeah, that because total uh, we could end end it out on this. This is perfect timing, Dan. Because uh, yeah, we were. I was kind of well, we like some time. I was getting in it. I was getting into it with some regime libertarians regarding that commercial, and it's like, and uh, it was the you dude from Cato, dude yeah. from uh, yeah, and then uh, Boas. Yeah, and then uh, figuratarians were threatened to dox Otto. But anyways, we don't want to talk. We don't want to waste time with that shit. That's but, nice. See, I don't. Was, I don't do that shit. I put the stuff out, and then if somebody disagrees, I'm just like, fine, go ahead and disagree. I'm gonna be over here making more. I'm just on to the next thing. I don't care. Like, right. yes, get mad about it. We are literally like four or five ads deep into this campaign. They're still bitching about the first one. They don't even realize that there's a shit ton more out there. <laughs> right. So this was the, we, you already saw it, Kyle, the war is gay video, but, um, but I think this was, no, this is the docs of just people responding to it that David Boaz, but let me find the DeSantis video where they, they were biting your soundtrack, which was very sad. Very sad. I mean, it was, it, it's not like I made the track and they stole it. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like <laughs> stock from Microsoft. <laughs> it was stock from uh, Envato elements. Okay. So, but they must have, they're, they're on to something. They're like, that Dan guy makes good videos. We yeah. have to steal a soundtrack. First, we had uh, the, uh, what was it? The PsyOps division putting out their Ghost in the Machine ad that was totally Jack and my style. Now we've got Ron DeSantis Jack and my style too. So, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm at least a little bit flattered. No, I'll pretend like they know who I am, which I'm sure that they don't, but I, I will pretend that they do. And uh, they just want a piece of this. Which, by the way, Ron DeSantis has much more money than Jeremy Kaufman. So, Ron, if you're looking for ads, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm a whore. I'm not cheap, but I am a whore. Well, Roger Stone watches us. So we know Roger Stone watches. So maybe he might put in a word for you. Nice. Roger. Whoever. I don't care. Whatever. Fuck it, PsyOps division. I'll, I'll make ads for them. I don't care. <laughs> and if you want to start, if you have a need for a fat guy with weird neck tattoo, he's gonna I'm produce the next. He's gonna produce the star. next COVID rap video. Yeah, yes, you know, next the next COVID, COVID propaganda rap. rap video with uh, Ron. 
Monkeypox. Was it Ron or Richard Monkey Monkey Pox. Pox. Oh, The Run Run DMC. That was so. Yeah, bad. we played that last week. It was gangster. Oof, cringe. Oh, yeah. it was so gangster. <laughs> you got the vaccine. How many? What, I'm sure. How many black folks money? do you think were swayed into getting the vaccine because of that? Like, <laughs> oh really. man. How many white people? Probably a lot. A lot. Probably a lot. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, like it's cool. Yeah. Ooh, the, oh, the this gentlemen cool. are doing it's it. Got I, should a, I should get a COVID shot, honey. <laughs> All the thugs are doing it. All the homies. Let's go get it. Yeah, this was the Ron DeSantis video. I, th- I just posted it? in there. Uh, you just posted our Twitter we, account, dude. Yeah, you just posted our uh, Twitter no, account. No, no. Oh, boomerang. Alex is always boomer the links, dude. I got to email him to myself. I got like, he's just, he's just trying to sneakily uh, sneak plugs in there. Like, oh, yeah, check this out. Oh, whoops, wrong, wrong link. My bad. Yeah, whoops, sorry about that. Well, while you're there, you should always, if anyone is not following us on Twitter, please follow us on Twitter and give Dan a good follow, too. Agreed. I am yeah, following you. Right. I, had to, I had to look to make sure. I am following you. Yes. <laughs> you you sent me be. this like boomer libertarian <laughs> thing. Is this um, what boomer libertarian thing? Oh, uh, it was. It's. It's. I guess it's David Boaz reacting. Oh, to, that guy. Oh yeah. yeah. Don't worry about that. He's reacting to, to uh, Dan's video for Jeremy. Yeah. Oh, oh, Kato, he, a guy from Cato's upset about Dan's video. So. Wait, there, there's I, like an upset reaction video about it. Uh, no, no. He's just that. he just posted it and said, "What in the actual f." Dash, 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 because he's a coward and can't say it was for your war is gay. Nice. Yeah. Nice video. I like how he's just this thing's been out for like half a year, hasn't it? It's been a while. It's been since uh, Liberty Forum. It's been a while. So it was like, (laughs) it's been a while. I don't know, March. I think March somewhere in there that we put it. Yeah. It's been a bit. This guy's now seeing it. Okay. Yeah, it was it was at the it was the Pennsylvania Libertarian Convention because I remember seeing a thing said war is gay. Look, it said from Jeremy, like, oh my god, what is this? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think like it's blown up right now because the LP Twitter just shared it the other day, and then a bunch oh, of people started right. freaking out about it. Um, so like, uh, I mean, again, I put these things out, and I don't really even pay that much attention to the traction on them. I just move on to the next thing, and if it comes back around, I'm like, sweet, people are paying attention. And the LP yeah. shared, it, I was like, cool. And then I was like, this is. This is going to be interesting to see where this goes. And a whole lot of people noticed it all of a sudden or, uh, you know, decided to chime in and leave the party and Godspeed. More power to it, them. It did its work. Yep. Oh, man. It's Not such that I want them video. to leave. If they, if they want to be, you know, cool people, they can stay. I don't care. That's fine. But the sheer fact that, like, every liber- every, like, just just every wrong libertarian was had the worst take on it when they're like, how do you think I should feel? How do you think I feel as an LGBT candidate for the LP right now? I don't know. How do, like, you think, how, how do you feel uh, about the CIA pandering to LGBTQ people? Isn't that what you should be upset you. about? Like that's the entire thank point. You. And the fact that people are so dense and autistic that this goes com- so over their head, like it did right. exactly the point that it was meant to. It got people riled up because they assumed one thing about it. Some people, watched it and still tried to assume that it's anti-gay, which it's clearly not anti-gay. Um, they, they still want to hold that narrative, no matter like, they cannot accept the fact that it's not, and they never will, uh, no matter how you how you explain it to them, but it's like, um, all these people who are like, well, I'm anti-war, but why'd you have to make it all about gay? It's like, that, right. because that's what got you to pay attention to it. Like, that's what got all these people to pay attention to it, is that it it triggered some people into, into watching, and if you watch it, and you actually think Below, like basic, basic, like childish surface level uh, thought, then you'll realize that this is a joke, and the joke is not gay people are bad. Obviously, seriously, yeah. yeah. And it's got like I mean, seventeen thousand views on it so far. The video, and I know Jeremy's come under a lot of shit because he he posted. He was like, "Yeah, I'm for reparations." He's like, he's like, either you get a, a plane ticket back to Africa or you shut the fuck up. <laughs> Look, I don't endorse every every journey. I might laugh at them, but that doesn't mean I, I stand behind yeah, all exactly. Of them. <laughs> I'm like Jerry, that Jeremy, that was that was not okay. I, I'm like, <laughs> all right. Like hmm. Dan, wait, um, what was the whole thing you said about that? <laughs> he made a post talking about reparations. He's like, I'm for reparations. You get a plane ticket back to Africa or you shut the fuck up. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. It's uh, yes. I know. He Dan tweeted to the Southern Poverty Law Center that Lowe's sold bleach and string to Jesse Smollett. I did. I also tweeted at them and said, uh, 
Walmart sold bed sheets to the clan and um, <laughs> something else. Right. I, was, so I was bored. It's, <laughs> is, that re- is that on, um, you know, in response to the California legislation that's uh, allowing gun manufacturers and sellers to be sued for uh, shootings? No, it's uh, in response to the Southern Poverty Law Center existing because all that they do <laughs> is uh, judge people by association. It like yeah. it mostly like the thing that spurred it was um hearing about them going after somebody recently like the mises caucus or something they were attacking. oh it was the andrew yang and then going after because right Clint yeah. it was, it was at freedom yang. fest right it was a freedom it was, like, fest. it was like a whole list of right. all the bad people at freedom fest because freedom fest had clint and clint has spoken with this person and that person is tied to the like and reed coverdale brings 12 layers of affiliation of, of nazism yeah. or something it's like <laughs> You know what? Like that's all that these people do is that they they're just going to keep digging until they find some distant thread that they can weave back to get somebody in trouble for for association of association of association. So if it like they even they even brought up uh, the web company that had something to do with Freedom Fest was did work for some other company that was tied to white supremacy or something. It's like oh, so they they provided a, any service to anybody association. Like if that's the case, then they should be attacking. Walmart. They should be attacking Walmart for selling bed sheets to the Klan because that's literally the level of stupidity that they're that they're going for here. Hundred percent. So yeah. embarrassing. It's very sad. <laughs> yes. I love how Otto's just embarrassed for groups that he has no association with. <laughs> it's just. It just is. Fun. I feel so embarrassed. Like reading that article and then looking through it through that lens. Just like, wait a minute. Andrew Yang is now somehow a part of the Liberty Movement, which is a part of the like. The Ku Klux Klan. Oh, yeah, I what? think it's like more that? embarrassing to have Andrew Yang there, dude. Like, what is he doing? There? <laughs> right. Exactly. Mr. UBI, Mr. Like, man, a- Andrew yeah, Yang's less control. about liberty than the Klan was, isn't he? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> Joking. <laughs> oh, man. All oh, right. Then well, there's this somewhat tangentially related. I saw uh, Dave Smith tweeted about like Cato's hosting the Fed chairman. At some like event or something like that. Yeah, I saw this the other day. I gotta find. Are they gonna write some ad or some article that's like three reasons why libertarians (laughs) actually like the Fed? Right. (laughs) (laughs) They always want to get invited. Maybe they'll finally get to those cocktail parties. Oh God, so embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. Well, I'm going to be at the LNC meeting next weekend. Um, I'll be there in the in the 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 den. Yeah, in the Alexandria, in the Beltway. Nice. So maybe I'll stop by Cato and I'll 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 try to get a quote from them. Nice. I am going to have to bounce in just a minute here, guys. No, it's cool. We're going to end it here. So uh, that's about good good way to end it, man. Dude, Dan, thanks for stopping by. Tell people where they can find you. uh, Where you know any links you want to stuff you want to put up. You can find me on the internet. Good. Oh, yeah. It's a series of tubes. You can right. mail me at P.O. Box 84, Alito, Illinois, 61231. That's real. Um, also, you can find me at thesystemsdown.tv for all the links and everything. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter is the most active that I am, which is there. It's at TSIDpod, and that is the one that hasn't banned me yet. So that's where I do most of my shitting. Nice. Yep. And Dan, a little, this is a little known fact that most people don't know, but um, Dan made his like reputation uh, through the video he made of me doing, look like I was doing cocaine while talking to Joe Jorgensen. My career was never know. the same after that, man. I mean, it just blew up. <laughs> I forgot about that. It was like, we need to hire this guy because he's got skills. Oh, man. We got to find, we got to find that one later. I got to find that the after hours somewhere. for the after hours. We didn't talk about, we, there's a lot to talk about in the yeah. after hours. A lot to talk about. But I saw no, that movie, Nope. It's a definitely, oh, it's a nope. Yeah, it's, yeah, a, nope. it's a nope for me. <laughs> we'll talk about that in the after hours. It's going to cool, be a nope cool. for me. Spoiler dog. alert. So. All right. Spo- yeah. yeah, spoiler alert, please. Thank you. Jeez. Cool. Thanks Great for having me, guys. Right. I appreciate it. Yeah, no yeah. problem. Yeah, Thanks, Dan, for coming on. I uh, appreciate it. Uh, well, I guess we're going to take this on over to our after hours podcast. If you guys want to check that out, uh, please go to our Patreon, sign up for as little as $3 a month, and you guys can get access to our whole backlog of episodes uh there and um you check out the podcast we're gonna record right after this one so uh, if you guys don't like using patreon there's other ways to donate to the show um prlfans.com is the website you want to check out find out other ways to donate really help us out anything you can give would be great um also t-shirts like the beautiful one jared is wearing right now 
please, please, please go over to libertariancountry.com. They got tons and tons and tons of awesome liberty shit. Books, like, yeah, dude, they got a plethora of of beautiful libertarian stuff. So please check out libertariancountry.com. And when you do, use the code PRL or PRL podcast and get a 10% discount on all your orders. And if you spend more than $50, which I know you will, you can use the code PRL2 and get a 20% discount. So until next time, live free or die. That is shed. Drenching the flags and the tax bombs in red. Was it by a few at the expense of the many? So did the gods and the machine. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, and democracy. You can't